Hi, welcome to Supply Chain Radio. This is Leela and Ariel here to talk to you about Black Friday. Hi, Ariel. How are you? I'm good, Leela. How are you? Good. So Black Friday is the big upcoming holiday right after Thanksgiving that we celebrate every year. And it's almost here. I can't believe it came so fast this year. It really year. did. So what's in the news about Black Friday? I've been hearing a lot of different things about different choices that retailers are making. Usually when you think of Black Friday, it's like nothing but sale after sale and hour after hour and Creeping more and closer more. to Thanksgiving. <laughs> Overlapping with Thanksgiving yeah. before you know it, Black Friday will be before Thanksgiving. Yeah, they serve turkey inside the store. Exactly. That would be a great <laughs> promotion. And it's actually really interesting. This is the first year that retailers are really taking a step back from Black Friday. Not all retailers, mind you. We're just seeing a really wide range in what people are doing. So what are some of the retailers doing who are doing the same thing as previous years? Okay, so that's someone like Kmart, right? So they have this 23-year tradition of creating this very early experience from 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day all the way through Black Friday and then beyond. They seem to have this down. They know what they need to do to prepare for it. They've been doing this a long time. But what about retailers that are changing it up? Which are actually the majority of retailers. So you have people like Target, a big competitor of Walmart, who are now extending their own hours to match Walmart's. You have online retailers like Amazon who are actually opening brick-and-mortar stores to get more sales in. And then, of course, you have retailers who are actually pulling back and not participating in Black Friday. The retailers that are pulling back, tell me about what their strategy has been. Well, the number one that comes to mind is REI, who has really maintained integrity towards their own brand, which is all about encouraging consumers to be outside, spend time outdoors with their families, friends, and loved ones. And that's exactly what they're doing with Black Friday. They're closing down their own doors and paying employees to go and take the vacation day and spend time with their family. I mean, how great is that? That's really interesting because you do hear that Black Friday can really eat into profit margins. Exactly. I mean, as much as we appreciate the sentiment towards retailers who treat their employees well and preventing customers from having to feel tons of pressure to leave their own families and spend Black Friday in stores, we're also seeing retailers treat this from a very strategic point of view, which is knowing that the more sales they make on Black Friday actually results in much fewer sales in the first two weeks of December. So what was the big thing last year with Black Friday? The big thing for last year was for consumers to actually purchase online and collect in store so that they can actually avoid long delivery times, any delivery shipment costs, and just go pick it up without waiting in a long line to pay the cashier. I actually saw that Walmart is going to be doing that this year. They're going to have curbside pickup so that you can avoid all the craziness that can be associated with these big stores. But do you really think you're going to avoid the craziness? That's the question, right? Because if you're doing curbside pickup, there comes the traffic and just a different kind of line. Exactly. And that's what people are finding, that the lines that they're exchanging to pay the cashier now converts into lines where they're waiting to pick up their item that they just purchased online. Right. And what role has social media played in all this Black Friday craze? You have to understand that's another reason why it's important for retailers to build credibility with their consumers. Retailers are sending so many direct mails, direct marketing campaigns, advertising on their own websites because they're trying to build promotion with the consumer. But the consumer is very aware that the retailer has biased and unobjective information versus social media presents this amazing platform where they can get unbiased, completely objective information and reviews around some of their favorite products. And with more and more options like Pinterest pins and tweets and Facebook likes and more and more ability to just hit buy buttons off of social media directly, you're going to see a lot more traffic moving towards those sites. And that is an avenue to purchase. So it seems like Omnichannel is not going away anytime soon. It's going to be a huge factor in holiday shopping this year. It sure is. And actually, I have to wonder how much of that is affecting the pulling back on Black Friday sales. 
particularly as retailers are getting more and more knowledgeable about the omnichannel and increasing their capabilities. I mean, people always liken the Walmart versus Amazon competition versus the war that's going on between brick and mortar and online. And if you look at both those examples, both clearly the leaders in their individual channels, they're both exploring omnichannel capabilities. And as we all know, omnichannel is important. The customer absolutely needs a seamless experience. But at the same time, there takes investment to create an infrastructure and capability around it. So while you're accepting those costs in order to regain higher revenues, in fact, it's proven that consumers who shop across multiple channels actually spend about 40% more than single channel shoppers. Retailers still need to realize that they're losing some profits due to all of that investment in the omni-channel infrastructure. So what does that mean? You're already right where you need to be in terms of maintaining a profitable omni-channel. So how does that feel when you're now taking down discounted items by 40% and 50% to create more sales? You're really bleeding your profits. And that's something that retailers need to consider. By decreasing their spend on Black Friday and actually increasing promotions across the rest of December, they're actually saving their own bottom line. It's very smart. And I think that's in line with what we've seen around these trends around pulling back on Black Friday. It's also in line with what consumers are feeling like they're having the best shopping experience when they're not crowded and when they have the time to actually go through different items as opposed to having it be a 24-hour flash sale. Exactly. It's almost ADD for the customer. Right. And retailers are aware of that. Is there anything else to consider with Black Friday? Well, when you're putting that extreme pressure to generate so many revenues within a 24-hour or possibly 30-hour period, if any slight mishap happens with your inventory, you're in big trouble as a retailer. Have you heard about what just happened with Panama? Yeah. So in the Panama Canal, there were shipment delays of 11 or 12 days, which when it comes to a one day sales event, that can't fly because you have literally those 24 hours to get that inventory out into the consumer's hands. And if you have delays like that, you could just really miss your window to sales. That's right. And then how would you get around that? Well, biggest thing is having visibility into your supply chain. If you know that there are going to be delays, that gives you the leeway to plan much farther ahead for those and to diversify where you're sourcing from. I completely agree with you, Ariel. It's really having that full end-to-end visibility that allows retailers the functionality of agility. So if you need to airship versus ocean freight in order to get your inventory in on time, you are looking at a higher cost, but you are also meeting that inventory demand. And as we know, consumers do not respond well to out-of-stock inventory from retailers. And so when you're able to either do a DC bypass, whether you're able to source from different areas, whether you're even able to quickly and seamlessly move merchandise between stores, you're able to fulfill that customer demand in the event of any crisis, like what you brought up with Panama. So I think what we're looking at is that Black Friday is not the end-all be-all of holiday. We have different retailers tailoring their messages to consumers who want to be buying their Christmas shopping throughout December, not just the day after Thanksgiving, and not just looking for those flash deals, but also looking for things that are really going to fit their tastes and needs across multiple channels. I completely agree. And actually, as you're saying that, I'm even remembering the big hype around Amazon Prime Day. Do you remember that one? I do remember that one. The overwhelming feedback from customers was that all of the flash promotions really didn't have that great items. It almost looked like they were clearing out like a garage sale versus the super coveted items went on sale within the first 30 minutes. And the rest of the time, customers were disappointed in what they were getting. So not only is it a question of having inventory at the right time, it's also a question of having the right inventory at the right place at the right time. And for that, you really need the supply chain intelligence to anticipate your customers' needs, make sure you're not disappointing them, not only on Black Friday, but across all of holiday. So I actually shop mostly on Cyber Monday rather than Black Friday because I don't like those crowds. So how do you see retail evolving around Black Friday looking at next year and years after that? 
Well, it's actually funny that you mentioned that about Cyber Monday because you have a big retailer like Walmart who's actually offering a five-day continuous clearance as a part of their Black Friday. So to me, what that says is, again, to echo your words, Black Friday is kind of moving away from this very finite time to a bigger concept. And what I would tell retailers moving forward, I really applaud their strategic ability to treat the holiday as kind of a moving day and a moving time and evolve their strategy to not necessarily compete with all other retailers, but rather be true to what they can offer as their own unique value proposition. And moving forward into next year, the smartest thing they can do is actually have a supply chain intelligence plan in place so that whatever their strategy is, whether it's to really focus on Black Friday or to diversify their sales across the entire holiday gamut, to have a supply chain in place that will support any strategy they choose. Thanks for listening to Supply Chain Radio. 